So last night, Kevin Durant made his debut for the Suns. It's been uh, weird to think about him in a Suns uniform, and we finally got to see it, and this is what it sounded like last night. Durant shows his defensive chops right there, gets the shot block, and turns the Hornets over. Skip pass, quick release three coming from Durant. Splash down, his first three-point attempt, and his teammates up off the bench. And it was that all night. Kevin Ray, friend of the show, Valley Sports with a Friend of show, yeah. Friend of show. And it just, man, when you watch right now what's going on with this team, throwing Kevin Durant in an instant, instant change. The Suns are going to have no trouble integrating Kevin Durant and Devin Booker at all. I mean, whatsoever. Monty Williams, more than happy with what he saw in day one, too. I don't think that's his deal. You know what I'm saying? I, I think too many players in the NBA get too much pressure to lead, you know, I, I just don't think it's necessary, you know, it's my job to lead, and players do it in spots, but that's the one thing I told them, I said, look, I, I, I'm not looking for you to lead, we just want you to be yourself and hoop, and I think that's where he's the most free. The biggest thing for me in this game was that Durant took 15 shots, but yet you got even more from Devin Booker, including 37 points, it's going to work. Yeah, man, how could it not? Outside of the depth issue? Kevin Durant automatically plugs it into a team and makes them so, so, so much better. You don't need to integrate them into your offense at all. You don't really need to do anything. There doesn't. There needs to be no changes for him. Defensively, he's really, really elite. Yeah, I think you're just really worried about can Chris Paul hold up in the playoffs. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing yep. you care about. Do you agree, PJ? I, I like the Suns a lot, guys. <laughs> I just... It, it, I miss watching Kevin Durant play basketball. Me too. The easiness that he just, I mean, look, Easy Money Sniper is just such the perfect nickname because what he does. Slim Reaper is still better. Slim, Stop Slim it. Reaper. Slim Reaper is the greatest nickname ever. Yeah, that's he hates good. it. It's, a, it's unfortunate. Tarantula is a pretty good one, too. Yeah, you're right. He's got, he's probably, a, he may have the best collection of nicknames out of any he's star got in the NBA. a lot of good ones. Yep. He's just, it's just. I mean, he's ten, he was 10 for 15 from the field last night with all that, that that time off he had. For him to just come in there, new team, new system, he misses five shots, he, he scores 23 points. And a lot of the times, you know, I'm watching ESPN last night and Tim Legler's breaking down the film. A lot of these possessions in the half court, when Durant gets the ball, it doesn't look like anything's open. But because of the size and the elevation he gets on his shot, he just creates good looks for himself. And you combine that with Booker and Chris Paul is a floor general. Man, do I like the Suns a lot. I, I just, I really like them. I, the depth is certainly an issue to a point, but we also know that they shorten rotations in the playoffs. Yeah, they do. So there, there, there's at least that to think about where, okay, you got Durant playing with bench players last night. You can split up Devin Booker and Durant at certain portions too. For where sure. You may lack a little bit of depth, but you keep one of your stars out there depending but on who's playing better. I think they're actually slightly deeper than people think. Agreed. Right? You've got Jock Landell and Bismack Biombo that are centers that, depending on the matchup, will play minutes. Mm -hmm. We got Dario Saric in the finals before he tore his ACL. You had Frank Kaminsky getting minutes as well. So there's no reason that they won't get minutes. Last, I mean, you also had 15 minutes for Torrey Craig. You had TJ Warren play 13 minutes. Campaign put in 15. I, they, I know they're not going to play all of these guys when you get to the playoffs, but they've got at least... A good portion of players Cam that can collect campaign, enough minutes. Campaign, Torrey Craig, yeah. Terrence Ross will all play minutes. They will all have TJ Warren, too. TJ Warren absolutely will significantly. He actually looks a little like 
a bigger Mikael Bridges out there in terms of how they use him. Mm-hmm. He can drive, he can shoot. He's a bucket. We saw him in the in the bubble play really, really well. I think he had over 40 one game in the bubble. Mm-hmm. They were considering him like the bubble king. So <laughs> if he can be even a semblance of himself in the playoffs, he'll be really impactful. That's nine guys. Terrence Ross, Torrey Craig, yes, uh, Jock Landell, TJ TJ Warren, Bismack Biombo. That's that's ten. That's more than you need. That's way more than you need. Campaign. That's eleven. I think the only difference Landry is Landry Shamet. That's there, twelve. There were two names that went away in you know a Cam Johnson and a Mikael Bridges. Now yes. that's not all about depth, obviously. Mikael Bridges. Those was are starting starters for them. you lost. But you still think about okay, then some guys' roles are going to be shifting a little bit. So that's part of what you look at when you see it and go, okay, well. You know, some a couple guys have to step up, but T.J. Warren, I really think, like, he had eight points last night. You don't need him to do a ton. No, he only had two. Sorry, that was Torrey Craig, but big numbers with the Suns before. Once he got back with the Nets before they traded him, he was scoring. He was going out there and, and getting them quality minutes. So, I'm not... The, the Suns right now, to me, along with our dubs... Our dubs. ...are the teams to beat in the West. Although, no, I still like right. the Grizzlies. I'm just concerned. Again, my big concern with the Grizzlies is... Will people get in their heads, mm-hmm. and will they do stupid things and try to fight and Dylan Brooks get thrown out? So how many minutes per game do you think, like, the core players for Phoenix will average in the playoffs? Do you think Booker obviously will play over 40 minutes? Do you think Durant plays over 40 minutes? Do you if, think Chris Paul plays over 40 if minutes? If you Not are Paul. doing what you're supposed to do, I think Durant plays 35 minutes. That's what I was thinking. Booker probably will be 41-42. He's a lot younger. Of course, right. He's a high-usage player. Yes. But I think you could say, all right, well, we don't have a lot of wings. Maybe T.J. Warren has been for KD. That's yep. a good fit. Mm-hmm. They are were teammates before in Brooklyn, obviously, so they have good chemistry. Sure. They good know point. how to kind of play off one another when they're on the court. But T.J. Warren can take some offensive responsibility when KD's not on. Terrence Ross will get, I think, significant minutes. Mm-hmm. He's a bucket. Portland product, Terrence Ross. He is. And like you said, Jock Landell can come in and give you 11 minutes in the playoffs yes. for Aiton, right? You don't need a big to go out and score for you that's coming off the bench. Yeah. Rebounds, play some defense, scrap. If DeAndre Ayton gets into foul trouble, you yeah. just need somebody in there. Like Bismack Biombo and Jock Landell will kind of be that secondary center piece, especially if – Aiton is getting eaten alive by Giannis. Mm-hmm. That, that's really it. Aiton had 16 and 16 last night. Was 7 for 10 from the field. See, when Durant came over, I was most fascinated to see how Aiton. he yeah. would, right, how he would fit in all this. Because obviously, Booker and KD are your mid-range three-point scores. But man, Chris Paul and Aiton in that pick and roll now, when guys have to pay so much attention to Durant and Booker. I mean, he was 7 for 10 last night from the field. I think he might be the whole key to this is Aiden. Yeah, I think it opens things up for him immensely. Oh, uh, we, yeah. we talked about this once before, I believe, on, on a prior show, which is like DeAndre Aiden's value now as a player significantly increases yes. because of what he can do when he has two potent scorers on the wing mm-hmm. that you have to account for. It's just all the, literally the only thing is Chris Paul. Is Chris Paul going to be healthy? Can And what's going to happen when you put somebody like you got two really elite defenders on? Jose Alvarado. Right. And, right, like something like that. It's like Herb Jones and somebody else on Devin Booker and KD, right? And so that's the, the real interesting thing. If you look at the West, you look at, say, even the Clippers, right? You've got multiple guys that can play defense. 
you got Paul George, you've got Kawhi. Those are elite defenders. So what does that mean for for Chris Paul? Does does Chris Paul now? He doesn't need to shoot. He was one no. for eight last night. He was terrible. He's been shooting horribly all year. But just go out and distribute. Beat the but I'm saying, like, so say yeah. you've got two guys denying KD and Devin Booker mm-hmm. the ball. Is Chris Paul going to be aggressive yep. enough to play that, or is that going to have to fall on the shoulders of of Aiton? Even the Lakers, which you know now LeBron's injured, so it's kind of out of the picture. But pre the pre that injury, Austin Reeves on the wing, Jared Vanderbilt on the mm-hmm. wing, really playing like close, close contested defense on guys. You can't ever stop KD, but if you make it uncomfortable, Chris Paul has to be able to score when they do that. I mean, yeah, because you can't. Run through a guy in the post. It's just no. not how today's NBA works. No, you so Aiton, Aiton's just not. You're not going to have Aiton just sit down on these Hakeem Olajuwon and maybe and just then back cam- guys down. Then, and then campaign plays more minutes because campaign can score. Mm-hmm. Right. What's the matchup you guys most want to see in the Western Conference? Like as NBA fans, if you could have any two teams meet up in the playoffs, what would it be? Kind of sounds like Suns Clippers really intrigues you. I mean, I think Suns Warriors. Suns Warriors. Suns Warriors still, intriguing. I mean, when the Warriors are healthy again. But, I mean, look, I certainly would throw out the Suns. I mean, the Suns are going to be a part of any of this now. The Suns are the first team no matter what. It's really just who you want to see them play against. Kings Clippers I want to see because of the 176-175. Yeah. Mm. That's a really fun matchup. Yeah. Mm. A lot of bucket getters. A lot of buckets, not a lot of defense. It's going to be score, score, score. It's Yeah, for, first to 150, which used to be the model for the Wizards, remember? You can remember that. We used to say sure. that all the time, PJ. First to, First to 150. That's right. <laughs> it's pathetic. I uh. think Mavs Suns is really an intriguing matchup from a storyline perspective. Yeah. Yep. Kyrie and KD playing against one another in the mm. West, which is just very weird. It's crazy how many of these matchups we could get in the first round. I know. I like, know. we could get Kings Clippers, mm-hmm. Dallas Phoenix in the first round, yes. possibly. You know? Like, that's crazy. And, I mean, yeah, you look at the odds now to win the West. Phoenix is plus 210. We knew they were going to be installed as the favorites the minute that uh, – Kevin Durant was traded over there. But you still have Denver, and Denver gets forgotten a lot. They're the, they're the number one team in the West, but we still have questions about what type of team they're going to be in the playoffs. Who do you want to see the Nuggets play in the first round? Pelicans. Would love to see them yeah. get challenged like that. The issue is that I just as I wish it was the full, Yeah, I just want a full-strength yeah, Zion. That's, that's the thing. That's what sucks. I don't want to see the Pelicans. R- of course. Honestly, I don't want to see the Pelicans in there if they're not a full-strength. Because Agreed. then I just, I'm going to watch and go, well, this isn't really the team. Like, they were so much better at the beginning of the season. Right. If the Pelicans are at full strength and Zion's healthy, you can make a legitimate case that they can win that series, couldn't you? Absolutely. I mean, we were talking about them winning the West at the beginning of the season when they looked great. That's why I think that uh, that series would be awesome. That's a great series. Where are you guys on Denver? Like, is this like one of those Utah teams from a couple years ago, great regular season? You know, Jokic is obviously, you know, better than Donovan Mitchell was for Utah, and they have a great home court advantage, but... Are you sold on them? Because personally, I'm not. I, I don't know. Kind of need to see it to believe it, right? The thing for me is how are they going to be defensively at the end of games as well? So for me, you've got some really good scores. Jamal Murray's a really good scorer. Michael Porter Jr., obviously, which can kind of put things together from a distribution standpoint. What is Aaron Gordon going to be? Is he going to be the defensive stop at the end of games? I'm really curious, half-court basketball in the playoffs, what that actually means. I do think, though, they are for real, more for real than they have been in the past. But I got to see it. Yeah. Still buying 16-1, to Peach, for them to win it all. 8-1 eight to one, eight to, one to come out of the West. Already did it. Like, legitimately, did it you, yes. you truly feel the Warriors yes. have value. Did, we talked about yes. it last night, and I bet it. I bet it last night. 
16 to 1 for the Warriors. Because that number's going to Steph Curry comes back. The way that they're He's playing got three now, games left. it's going to shorten. For sure. And you just you, you can't take count it them now. out. And again, I've been extremely worried about that team. I have been on record multiple times saying, hey, they got a hole to dig out of and they got to just stay afloat. I'm really worried. And I'm they worried are staying it's tough. Afloat. And they're staying afloat. Better than, they were, better than they were the first time Steph got hurt. For sure. It looked really, really bad for a while. We were like, is this team going to be in the lottery? But now they've kind of figured everything out. Clay is back to being about as close to the old Clay as we remember. And look, we're in a position now where the Warriors can easily start climbing and end up being a third. I mean, that's that's what this has come down to right now. Well, so, I don't think three, but maybe, maybe five. Three. Five. Hey, don't count our dubs out. Come on now.